everybody. everybody. This is Jenna. And I'm Noelle. And you're listening to More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. Happy Friday! Happy, 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 happy Friday. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome, lovely listeners. Welcome. Noelle, how are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Fine day. Good. Yeah. Finally getting some good weather. Oh my god. Finally at the end of summer. Oh, I know. Went it's through August. all of July with freaking Rain shit. and cold. I mean, if it... Some days it didn't even get over 70 degrees. No. Just cold. Yeah. Fucking A, man. I left my windows open one night and it was freezing in the house the next morning. I uh-huh. was like, oh my god. Yep. Yep. And I have the husband who needs the fan on every single night. So I'm like ice oh. boxed out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, see, I have the fan on every night, but I also have like five blankets on. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, ours is like in the window. So it's pulling the, the cold air, air out, in. Yeah. And I'm right in front of the window yeah. on my side of the bed. And he's no. like, I can't feel it. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm fucking blocking all the cold air. I know. Jeez. Gosh, it's terrible. Oh. Always cold. But yes, anyway. So, this episode, I have been so excited about since we put it on the schedule. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. It is known as the First American Haunting. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. And it has books about it, countless movies Mm -hmm. about it, which I really want to watch that movie again. Which one? An American Haunting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. I have not seen that since probably high school, I think, Mm -hmm. when it came out. I'd love to see that again. So, if you haven't guessed, we are talking about The Bell Witch, which, I mean, you saw the title, you'd know. When I first watched that movie, it confused the hell out of me. I thought it was a dad, and then, like, everything else. It was was really confusing. confusing. A lot of those, like, even, like, the V-V-Vitch. Yeah. (laughs) Spelled weird. Um... That one was confused. Like, they're all those weird, those period-y type of movies yeah. are all weird. They're like, so confusing. They're very confusing. But yeah. But I'm not the only one. Maybe now, after this, we'll know Yeah. better. Yeah. I don't know. But Maybe. yes, yes. We'll get some clarification. <laughs> Hopefully. So, this episode probably won't be the longest, but I do guarantee it's going to be interesting. So Okay. Let's jump right in. Let's. In 1804, John Bell Sr. moved him and his family to a 300-acre farm in what is now Adams, Tennessee. Okay. Things were normal at first. Bell was very successful in his farming efforts. The land was fruitful and garnered crops aplenty. Crops aplenty. Crops aplenty. But by 1817, something dark started following the family. Ooh. Yeah. Something dark. It first started when John was out in the field and he saw a large, strange-looking animal. Legend stated it looked like half dog, half rabbit. Okay. That's weird. Mm, that's fucking weird. Half so, dog, half rabbit. Bell Sr. apparently started to shoot at the animal. He let off like seven shots and then the animal just vanished. Just disappeared. Mm-hmm. So, he didn't think anything of this at first. He's like, oh, it just scattered when it heard the shots. It was weird, but he didn't think, you know fucking spirit haunting my family, you know, because that's what our brains do. We rationalize things, and he just went about his business. Later, he would find out this was anything but normal as some weird shit started happening. It started out slower. It started as random noises, such as, like, rattling chains being dragged across the floor. Ooh, that's demonic. Uh, mm-hmm. That's scary. And, like, loud pounding on the doors and walls, mm-hmm. especially at night. But 
The activity worsens and it actually gets physical. At night as the family slept, blankets would often be ripped off of them Mm -hmm. very violently. They would have their hair pulled and they were often scratched. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. Betsy Bell, or Elizabeth, but Mm -hmm. in a lot of the lore they call her Betsy, John's daughter is said to actually get the worst treatment by this spirit. Yeah. She was often slapped, Mm -hmm. pinched until bruises showed, and she even felt like she was being stuck with pins. They said that, like, when she was slapped, you could see, like, the welts on her face, like, on her face Mm -hmm. of, like, the fingers. Like, oh, my God, that is a fucking strong-ass fucking spirit, let me tell you. So, naturally, the family was scared, lacking sleep from the activity, and they had no idea what to do. So, John Bell Sr. decided to call his friend James Johnston. Okay. Johnston was a bit skeptical, like most folks at that time, but he's like, all right, I'll stay at the house. We'll see what's going on. Oh, wow. We got a weed whacker We got a fucking weed whacker. Sorry, y'all. Can't do anything about that. No. Who knows (laughs) if you'll even hear it? We say that every time, then you don't fucking hear shit. I know. Good, good. I know, right? Just giving you a warning, just in case. So, things that night started out normal. But Johnston was soon uh, awoken when his blanket was ripped off of him. Okay. He sat up alarmed. He was also, or when he sat up alarmed, he was slapped across the face by an invisible force. (laughs) Dude, this spirit means business. The picture that I got in my face was just funny. Just sitting on it. Yep. Get out of bed, bitch. (laughs) It's like in the scary movie. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, 100%. So... Over time, the spirit's energy started to strengthen, and they would even and, and would even be heard in the home, often singing hymns, huh. quoting scripture, and even having conversations with the family. <laughs> so she would answer back to their questions and things like that. Basically, very very intelligent. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, in my research, I found that apparently the witch was not always violent, and chose the witch. But it's they don't know like. We don't know that it's a witch yet. They're, sur- they're surmising it's a witch? She's just called the Bell Witch. That's just what the spirit is called. Okay. It's just called the Bell Witch. Okay. Because it was a, back at those times, that's I don't think they... That's what they surmised it was. Exactly. I'm surprised they didn't just say it was, they didn't think it was demonic. Because well, that's Bible, like... Well, we'll get into it. We find out the identity of who they think this person is. The okay. spirit entity. Which, yeah, at that time, anything happening like that, they're a witch. Mm-hmm. Oh, they went across, they're dead, but now they're back, they're a witch. Yeah. Oh, they signed the devil's book. Yeah. You know, all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, she was not always violent and chose some family members where she treated more physically violent. Apparently, John's wife, Lucy, was, like, left alone, and she would, like, share hymns with the spirit and was, like, treated very well. Huh. Yeah, it's strange. Some I people she called the spirit on. Well, we'll get into we'll kind of get into that and at the end I kind of have some theories and things like that. But yeah, it was some were treated worse, especially like Betsy and John Sr. Yeah. It seems like they were targeted. Uh-huh. So, and Lucy was like, you know, would bring her fruit and offerings and things like that. So, I think it was just more of a respect thing. Yes, yep. So, I'm not sure why this happened. We will get into where the, the Bells believe the witch came from, but it doesn't really explain why some members were treated more violent than others. Yeah. 
But anyway, once Johnston came to the house and witnessed the activity at the farm, word spread rapidly and many traveled to Tennessee to investigate for themselves. Hmm. You'll see on the blog that there is actually like a newspaper article, like they were writing newspaper articles about this. They were talking about it. It was out there. And for being no telephones, it's crazy that the word of mouth spread. I know. Isn't that nuts? People were probably writing their letters to their family in New York and California. Or were we in California? Yeah, we were in California at the time. I think, right? Tennessee. Well, no, I know, but I'm saying they were writing their family everywhere else and, like, telling them about what was going on. So, most notable was Andrew Jackson. This was before his presidency. That's interesting. But he really wanted to find out what was going on once he heard the story. So, he visited the farm in 1819 with a few other men. Hmm. Now, the story goes, as they traveled near to the farm... Jackson's wagon just halted suddenly. It just stopped and would the not horses. move. The horses, like, were were struggling to pull. It was like the wheels just oh, kind of locked up. And it was like, nope, you are not going any further. So that didn't stop Jackson. He was like, no, we are getting to this farm. Just you can't scare me. I got to go. Well, apparently there was something where they had, like, said they were, like, talking to each other. And then they heard the spirit voice that was like, you may now pass. And that's when... The wheels unlocked and they were able huh. to proceed. So it's like it's like the spirit is guarding the land. Yeah. So yeah, they arrive at the farm and that night Jackson <laughs> witnesses some shit. It said that one of his men started to scream and his body started to jerk. Ooh. Jackson saw as the man went across the room, seemingly being kicked by an unseen force. Wow. So he's flailing around, he's screaming, he's fucking, like, propelled across, like he got kicked in the booty. And this is Andrew Jackson who was able to report on this stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. So this terrified Jackson's men, and they begged to leave the property. I don't think Jackson was as scared at this point. Like, I think he was probably alarmed, but he was like... I want to stay. I, I think he was more. curious yeah. and he wanted to figure it out. But his men are like, no, we got to fucking go, dude. I don't want to be here. So according to the Bellwitch website, bellwitch.org, after Jackson left, he was quoted as saying, quote, I would rather fight the British at New Orleans than fight the Bellwitch, huh. end quote. Wow. Yes. Because at this time, he was like a military general. He was fighting in... He probably had fought just now in the fucking Revolutionary War. So, yeah, it's crazy. Now, as the witch was terrorizing the Bell family, mostly in physical attacks, she also spoke to them often. On one occasion, the witch told the Bell family that her name was Kate and that she had vowed to kill John Sr. Hmm. Mm -hmm. The full name is like Kate Betts. Okay. And they call her a lot Kate Betts witch Hmm. so it's like her spirit is a witch something like that yeah so the legend states that she was angry at john bell due to a land deal which she felt cheated on so kate betts was apparently the neighbor to the bells and must have started to haunt them once she passed is what i'm getting from that Hmm. so he bought all this land so maybe part of it was like her land that was like factored into his 300 acres. Yeah. And she might have been pissed about that and was like, all right, once I die, I'm doing some shit. I'm coming back. You done. Mm-hmm. So that hmm. is basically where the lore came from. Okay. So <laughs> moral of the story, 
be nice to your neighbors. You never know who's going to haunt your ass. Yep. yep. <laughs> you know, you don't need fucking nobody coming back. Absolutely. Respect your neighbor's land. Yes, be neighborly. I'm, like, the most neighborly person. Like, my sister comes over, and she's loud, and she's, like, outside, and she's like, and I'm like, shh, shh, this is my area. This is my my quiet sanctuary. <laughs> so, yeah. Even, like, other neighbors, like, they'll, like, it's just loud, and I'm like, ah, I'm my vibe. <laughs> I'm like 90 years old. When the fuck did that Apparently happen? so. <laughs> <laughs> so, even after learning the identity of their spirit, the activity did not cease. John Bell Sr. in particular was declining in health. He said to have like issues swallowing, he had spasms of the mouth, and he also had choking attacks. He stated these choking attacks felt like a sharp stick had been shoved in his mouth sideways. Aye. Not sure exactly like... What that means, I guess, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't pleasant. I guess he was also having seizures, and, like, all this time the witch is, like, cackling at him and, like, you know, showing that she's very happy with his demise. Hmm. Yeah, shit's crazy. So by December 20th of 1820, John Sr. slipped into a coma, which later resulted in his death. Okay. Yeah, she made a vow. Immediately after his death, his family found a strange vial containing a black liquid. Huh. Now, Noelle, you asked me about a picture and a cat. Yes, go to the blog, you'll see. We're getting into that cat. Okay, so let me tell you what I see in this picture really quick. It's the illustration of the death of John Bell Sr., and it is on the blog. And John Bell is on a bed, presumably dying or dead. And then there is one dude by a chair and then a bunch of other dudes crowded around a cat that doesn't look like it's in fantastic shape. It ain't. Uh, so, yeah, let's learn about this. Yeah, so, John Jr. decided... Don't fuck with cats. <laughs> yeah, for real. John Jr. decided to test the liquid by dropping a little bit into the mouth of the family cat. Mm-hmm. The cat immediately leaped into the air. In the air, it, like, rolled, and then when it fell to the floor, it was deceased. Yeah. That's not nice. No, that's not nice. What the heck? I know. Don't kill cats. It's your family cat. They have a farm of fucking farm animals. I know. Seriously? I don't get it. What the fuck? And, like, I don't know. I don't know. Just... Take it yourself, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're dying anyways. Well, no, that's John Jr. I so the dead senior. I thought you said senior did. Senior died. Okay, John Jr. was the one who found gotcha. the liquid and was like, we need to test this to figure out what it was. Because they found this strange vial. They must have been like, <gasps> father was poisoned. I was going to say, they think he just drank this black liquid. Like, Well, I guess the witch stated that she made him drink it. It was like she, she mm. compelled him to drink it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yes, the cat dies. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, kitty cat. Poor kitty cat. Kitty the only cat. one I fucking care about. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, according to, once again, the bellwitch.org website, the entity then spoke right after, stating, quote, I gave old Jack a big, a big, sorry, <clears throat> start that over. The whole <laughs> part gets me. Quote, I gave old Jack a big dose of that last night, which fixed him, end quote. Huh. First of all, I had to, like, look back and I was like, why is she calling him Jack? Yeah. Is Jack short for John? Not as far as I'm aware. 
It's the same amount of letters. What is Jack short for? Uh, Jackson? No, it's like an older name that's short for something, I think. Maybe it is John. Because, you know, like Dick Richard. Well, I know, but Jackson used to be like a, a son of Jack, so it's possible. I mean, I don't really know. I don't know either. Because, yeah, she said old Jack. And I was like, wait, did I fucking write that down That's wrong? That's weird. I did not. That's what she said. So, yes. Anyway, after that, John Jr. threw the vial of poison into the fireplace where it burst into large blue flames which traveled up the chimney. So, it's like this, this big oh, fucking... Wow. Yeah, it's like the flu powder scene in fucking yeah, Harry Potter like where they throw it. It's like, yeah, yeah. So, all right, hold on. Jack is a given name since the late twentieth century. Jack has become one of the most common names for boys in many English-speaking countries. It can be used as a diminutive for John, for John, okay. Jacob, Jason, Jonathan, Jan, Johan, Johannes, Joachim. Okay. Uh, from its French form of Jacques, and from the Latin Jacobus. Okay, all right, all right. So maybe the kids so like call Jacob and stuff. And John, and yeah, yeah, okay. So maybe the kids or like his wife or his friends call him Jack. That's weird. And maybe she was just like, I Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what her voice sounded like. I, know. I picture like this old haggy, like, <laughs> you know, like type of thing, but who the fuck? I knows? picture some raspy. Yes, like <laughs> coming through like the house, just yeah. bellowing and like, ooh, creepy. So, anyway, <laughs> John Jr. threw it in the flames. John Sr., fucking dead. Cat, dead. fucking dead. Sad. During the funeral of John Bell Sr., it said that the witch was very vocal, laughing and singing songs and just triumphing that her vow had been completed. And I wonder what Lucy was doing the whole time when her bestie's out here partying up at her dead husband's funeral. Like. I don't think it was like a bestie thing. I think she was just like, oh my God, we need to appease this ghost. Everything is going to be okay. She's probably scared, but she was probably like, you know, as a woman, level-headed, just being like, okay, okay, I'm going to give you offerings. I'm going to be nice to you. Hopefully I'll leave my family alone. And we'll... We'll get into it at the end because things switch and change and, yeah, we'll get into it. So once all the mourners left, the funeral was over, the witch was gone. She retreated into uh, the cave, which is located on the bell properly. Properly. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to say anything. On the bell property. I wonder, can you still go in the cave? We'll get there. Oh, yes. And the activity just stopped. It just stopped. Huh. So that cave is now called the Bell Witch Cave. Okay. And yes, we will get back into that. So for a few years, things were quiet. The family assumed the terrible ordeal was over, but they were wrong. Not quite. Apparently, the engagement of Betsy Bell was the next thing to enrage the witch. Huh. She was set to marry a neighbor named Joshua Gardner. Both of their parents were on board with the union, but for some reason... Kate the Witch was not. It said whenever they went walking on the property in the fields near the cave, they were met with constant, quote, nagging from the entity, which took a toll on Betsy. They just would not, she would not leave this couple alone. It was just too much. Just fucking too much. (laughs) So by 1821, Betsy called off the engagement, which appeased the spirit. She apparently after this came to Lucy Bell, which is John's widow, and told her that she would be leaving, but planned to return in seven years. In 1828, 
seven years later, the witch did return, this time to John Bell Jr., but she was not malicious and did not physically harm anyone. Betsy hasn't gotten married this whole time. She got remarried to another guy, yeah. Huh. It was, yeah, it was just, yeah. This one guy that Kate didn't like. Well, I'll get into my theories on that, because okay. I have some theories at the end. Yeah. So, the bellwitch.org website stated that John Jr. and the witch just had a conversation about the origins of life, Christianity, and I guess she also gave predictions about the impending civil war. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, it seems that John Bell Sr. could have been the reason the, the, like, the witch was so violent, as other visits have were, were calm. She treated the Bell family very nicely. She wasn't violent. Why was she violent to Betsy in the beginning? I wonder then. That I'm not sure of. I don't know if it had something to do with maybe Betsy and John were closer than the other kids. I don't know exactly, but it could have just been like, oh, you're so close to your father. I'm going to be fucking mean to you. Yeah. Or the fact that maybe it was a good way to get back at John. Yeah. You know? So. John Jack? John Jack. John Jack. John Jack Jack Sr. (laughs) Not John Jack Jr., John Jack Sr. Senior. John Jack Sr. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think she just needed to hold her vow, which apparently she did. Then she just left, visiting here and there to, like, check in. I don't think... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Of course, this is, like, legend. But, yeah. So, the Bell Land is said to still be haunted to this day, as well as the Bell Witch Cave. And... They believe that the cave was, like, the home of the Bell Witch. Like, that is where she retreated to when she wasn't, you know, violently attacking people. And then, you know, those seven years when she went dormant, that's where she was. There's also stories of, like, a little boy who, like, got stuck in this hole. And then he got, like, pushed out Hmm. by an unseen force. So it's like the witch helped him. Hmm. So I I don't know, man. Maybe he's not violent. I don't know. But I'll get into it. Many people travel and visit the Bell Cabin and the cave each year to investigate the claims for themselves. Maybe John Bell was abusive to his family, and she didn't like that. Well, we'll get into that, too, because there is another theory that I read. Okay. So, many people, um, they travel to investigate the claims for themselves. Some claim to hear people and children talking and have seen what looks like candlelights dancing through the fields at night. Huh. Yes. Cool. Weird mists and orbs have been captured in photos as well. So if you live in Tennessee or are planning a trip to Tennessee, you can definitely tour the land. You can go in the cave. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you just can't go if like it rained heavily because it floods. floods yeah. So, I mean, make sure for good weather, although sometimes you can't plan that. Yeah, make sure it's not going to monsoon that day while you're in the cave. That would suck <laughs> balls. Oh, or should fuck. I say suck bells? <laughs> Hey, you never know. Maybe she'll help you out. Maybe. But, yes. And if you've ever been and had any strange experiences, we would totally love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. So keep listening because we'll shout out our email at the end. Uh, Personally, after doing the research and delving, I feel like the Bell Witch wasn't inherently evil. I mean, she had a vow to kill, but after that, it seemed like she was like a protector of Mm -hmm. the land and the family. Yeah. You know, she even said that she would come back and visit, like, descendants, which... I couldn't find any reason, like after no, those. Then. No, but yeah. it said that like the Bell family would be like the direct descendants of John Bell would be the ones that the witch would visit and things like that. So I don't know. 
Also, like, maybe she knew that Betsy's fiancé was a bad dude. Mm-hmm. Maybe she had that vibe and was like, no, 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 don't marry this man. Yeah. I'm going to nag you until you stop. Yeah. Because she didn't hurt her. She was only nagging her. Exactly. So, let me go to Google real quick. Because there was a... Um, there was a story that I read about a, a medium who went to... The cave. Is this the one? I think yeah, this I, is I, the one. Yeah, Witch knew that John was just a bad dude. So, it's from the Tennessean.com, and it's an article called Psychic Says She Knows the Real Story Behind the Bell Witch. I'm not going to read it all. I'm just going to kind of sum it up. But she says that... When she went to the land, she started, of course, you know, getting psychic visions. She could see things. And apparently, the Bell descendants who, like, was with her corroborated the story because I guess the medium was saying names that she couldn't have known and corroborating different details that she she wasn't told. So I guess the story was that, the real story is that Betsy was being abused. That's, Maybe that's even what it was sexually at the end. abused. Yeah, that's what it was at the end of the movie, too. But I don't know if it's like... That's why I got confused, because I thought it was her dad. That's why I said I thought it was her dad, because that's what they showed at the end. But yeah, so keep going with that. That's basically so all she, I got. Yeah, I mean... The, yeah, yeah, that she was being abused. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, so... But I don't know why the witch would have abused Betsy in that case. Well, the witch wouldn't have existed. That's the thing. It's, it's not... Oh, right, right, right. They're so saying the that all of this stuff happened. And they were just... To hide it, it and yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's why she had slaps across her face. Mm-hmm. That's why this happened. You know, and maybe things can manifest when negative things are happening. Oh yeah. So maybe you know things were manifesting because yeah. of that, and it was thought you know. Yeah, because in the movie, be it's they you see Betsy getting thrown around and uh, dragged by her hair. You see her get p- picked up into the air or whatever. But then later, they actually go through, like, what was really happening. And you see, actually, you watch those scenes again, except you're seeing her dad slap her across the face. Yeah, and like, yeah. All so, that. So I'll read this little so part. So John Bell might actually be the Bell Witch. Once again, this is from the Tennessean.com, And it says, a new take on the legend. I'm reading this right from the website, guys. It says, in Clifton's book, Pooh. P-U-G-H Pow Poo I don't know that was funny Pow Pow Poo Like a I don't know uh, Claimed that the bells weren't cursed The land they chose to settle in Adams was cursed And when they disturbed the land The curse was set in motion At first strange sounds were reported In and around the bells cabin in 1817 Over time the situation intensified And the bells reportedly talked to a spirit They later named Kate The spirit would target Betsy Bell Pinching her Pulling and tying her hair in knots And slapping her until she was bruised um, the abuse continued until the year after Betsy's father died. John died in 1820. So it could just be, you know, sure, maybe the land was cursed. But I think that it was more of, you know, it, it says right here, a slave killed John Bell, poisoning him because he could not protect his then 11-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. from another family member who was sexually abusing her at the time. Hmm. So it could have, you know, they had slaves. There were stories of the slaves mm-hmm. in my research, so it could be that John Bell was abusing other people as well, mm-hmm. and that's why he died. Poison, I don't think it was that fucking hard to get. You could fucking no. mash up poisonous leaves, and you fucking yeah. got poison. Yeah. Those little red berries, you got mm-hmm. poison, you know? So there's a lot of different 
stories, but the lore is basically that there was the Bell Witch. The Bell Witch was mad over a land deal, and she vowed to kill John. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so. Who knows? Yeah, John Bell, John Bell was abusive, but he there might have also been an entity there to yeah. put him straight. And it could have also been like, oh, the entity took control of me. That's why I hit her. Yeah. You know, like stupid shit like yeah. that. But I don't. I don't fucking believe that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that mm-hmm. is the Bell Witch. What do you guys think? Let us know. Comment on our Facebook. Send us an email. Comment on our Instagram. Go to the cave, because I know people who live in Tennessee, so you guys go to the cave. There is uh, a Ghost Adventures episode, too, where they go into the cave. Oh, it's nice. pretty fucking cool. They have this, like, equipment where they set up, like, all of these electric, like, probes, and you can see, like, when things walk into, like, their area. Because hmm. the cave, there's, like, a tunnel, and then there's, like, this big open area. So they're, like, in there. And then, yeah, they're just in there, and you see, like, these lights just dancing, and it's just fucking... It's pretty tits. It's cool. So, Mm. it's pretty tits. Check it out. Yeah, so check that out. I don't fucking know what season or episode or any of that fucking shit is. Just Google it on your own. Yeah, Ghost Adventures, The Bell Witch Cave. Uh, Yeah, but until then, we're fucking out of here. Yep. Um, We'll see you next week. As always, thank you so much for listening. We would not be here doing this if it weren't for y'all. So... Make sure to join us next Freaky Friday for a new episode. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, if you want more girls, go follow us on the socials. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook at... More Than Murder Pod. Nope. More Than Murder. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter at... More Than Underscore Murder. I just have like a jaw rule like... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, an Insta at... More than murder pod. Yes, yes, those those are the ones. Yes. Also, make sure to go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search More Than Murder and hit the bell hit so bell. you can stay updated when we post new content, all that good fucking stuff. Cheers, cheers. And, uh, yeah, leave us a review on iTunes. You can recommend us on Facebook. Anywhere that you can leave a cheeky little review, mm-hmm. leave us a review. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're offering free merchy stuff. If you do that, so leave us a review, then send us an email, send us a message. You can screenshot it and send it to us that way so we Good know. Idea, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we'll send you some free stuff to your mailbox. Yeah. Yeah. So That's it. Go That's do that. It, yeah. And, yeah, so mm-hmm. if you want to reach out to us for your free goodies or you've been to the Bell Witch Cave or you just want to say hi, you can email us at the Gmail, morethanmurderpod at gmail.com. And that's all. That's it. Yeah. We love you guys, and we'll see you in the next one. Love you. Bye. Bye.